I mean, the acting was terrible. Well, I mean, it had a lot of well-known actors in it. Who were not good, apparently. You also have to remember the year it was made. 2009. He was doing Supernatural, and that was fine during 2009. No, it was not. The acting in Supernatural is god-awful. You don't watch Supernatural for the acting. Okay, but still. Oh, okay. This plot sucked. I mean, yeah, this plot was interesting. I mean, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We did, obviously, My Bloody Valentine 3D, which, when you see it in theaters, not as horrific as it was when you watch it at home. They definitely played into the 2009-2010 3D era of horror movies. You know, Piranha 3D was around that time. My Bloody Valentine 3D. I think at that point, I think it was a few years later, maybe, it was the Final Destination in 3D. Like, lot of 3D horror. Which is fine when it's, like, well done. I mean, again, it was 2009. I mean, yeah, 3D tech has come a long way. Right. Now it's, like, the real D 3D. It's not like, really 3D anymore. Right. But you wear the glasses, and it, like, you see more depth. Than you would with the, you know, red and blue glasses. Yeah, this is more so, like, just throwing shit out of the screen, trying to make you, like, jump backwards in your seat. And they did it a lot. Too much. (laughs) Way too fucking much. It was cool in the theaters, I'll give it that. But just a little too extra. But when you watch it, like, in the HD on a TV, you realize how bad it looks. That eyeball in the beginning? <sighs> Yeesh. It was terrible. Yeah. The effects didn't hold up as well. Most of it was CGI. It's nice to see it like a minor movie, I guess. I mean, it's a unique premise. I'll give it that. You don't, you don't really, really see... Yeah, well, you don't see minor mass murderers. No. Not a lot of pickaxe murders. Some, a few, but not centered around that being the only weapon of choice. Yeah, I mean, he really, really stuck to the fucking pickaxe. Oh, man. Some of them were kind of, like, brutal, in a sense. The shovel? That shit was wild. (laughs) The shovel was great. I don't understand why people would party in an abandoned mine anyway. I guess, I get it. It's a whole town. That was literally just about to say. It's a small (laughs) town. I guess there's really nothing else to do. You could have partied on that little strip of land by that river, the bridge that they kept showing over and over and over again. Well, that's like the main street. You don't want to be where the people are. Eh, in the middle of the night, you're fine. You want to go where a bunch of people died, you know? Why? Party in the place where death lurks. I don't know. Makes it hyper? Or hype? Is that what what the kids say? (laughs) I wouldn't know. I'm fucking old. (laughs) (laughs) They're all partying in this mine and people just start getting murdered. Well, the one girl just keeps walking. Which, I mean, I get it. It's a mine. Like, there's a bunch of different... I guess, like, shafts you can pick to go down. How the fuck did all of those people die without making a single noise? Yeah, that would echo. You're in an enclosed space. Yeah. And you're just stumbling across dead bodies. Yeah. He also, when Harry woke up from his coma in the hospital, all of those people, you mean to tell me that he killed all of those people... That's what I'm saying. The dude literally murdered an entire hospital. Yeah. Patients, doctors, he didn't give a fuck. 
ripping people open and How apart. was that guy split in half? Yeah. <laughs> Did he do that with his bare hands or a scalpel? Guess <laughs> for the shock and awe value, but still, that was a little... I mean, he ripped people's chests open. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. Serial killer super strength, but like, they're supposed to be just dudes. <laughs> There's nothing supernatural about this movie. No, not at all. Well, no. It's like I mean, I guess at the this. end, they kind of tried to make it seem supernatural, but he's just crazy. Yeah. It's not a ghost inhabiting his body. He's just fucking insane. Which, that, during the shovel scene is when I remembered that I saw this movie, and I remembered who the killer was, and I couldn't remember how they rationalized it. Yeah. And then I see it at the end, and I'm just like, that's terrible. What do you mean? Well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to those parts, but like some of them just, they don't fucking make sense. I don't know what you mean, but it doesn't make sense. Because I can explain it for you if you'd like. Okay, so the one where he gets locked. Did you the... not see how he locked himself in? Yes, with a pickaxe. Yeah. There was no pickaxe in there. When the guys came and got him out. How do you know? You didn't, they didn't search the entire ground. No, but they showed a shot of the whole room. And it was, also wasn't just... It wasn't a pickaxe. It was just the pick part of itself. There was no axe to it. I didn't see that. But also, where did he put the murder weapon during that scene? Throw it. And nobody found it? It's not important. You don't think they're going to search the mines <laughs> for the guy who just murdered a dude five minutes before that? Yeah. The way that this guy gets away with everything is absolutely insane. <laughs> absolutely, it's insane. But you know what? It makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that he's fucking crazy. But he's in way too many places at the same time. Well, you don't know the time frame between the things. Well, yeah, they have to keep that ambiguous because if they gave you an actual time, the movie wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Especially with. The one shot where he's in front of the fucking house, and then like he turns around, turns back, and now he's you were so the house. fixated on that. That's really not that big of a deal. I don't like that type of. <laughs> sh it's not hard to just keep filming in front of the fucking house. <laughs> Why'd you move him to the side of the house? It doesn't make sense. It's not that big of a. It had nothing to do with the story of what was going on. You no, were so fixated I, on it. I fixate on those things because that's just a director not giving a fuck, basically. Or it's also just people in post-production not paying attention. And it's just... That type of shit bothers me. It's not difficult. It's not. You know what else you do a lot? You say things and look at me for an answer. Stop looking at me. Just make your comment. I'm not going to say anything. Because I'm saving it for here. You literally will stare at me for 15 seconds waiting for me to respond. And then you'll be like... <laughs> because, like, in the moment, I'm just like... My brain is trying to rationalize shit that I'm seeing sometimes. Shush. Write it down. I've told you multiple times. I have to write it down. These things will stick with me for weeks. <laughs> I'll close my eyes and go to bed tonight and I'll be like that fucking house scene <laughs> he was not on the side of the fucking house after everybody gets murdered it's the four of them who survive out of everybody who was there I guess because then it jumps to ten years later and the four of them are the only ones still around oh he left terribly. well he left but he comes back to the town so it's the four of them Irene who was the girlfriend of Axel is just fucking around some married trucker 
There's a lot of cheating in this movie. Yeah, lots of cheating. <laughs> like, it's also that whole scene where she's just literally running around fucking naked. I mean, Bobby would have really enjoyed that. I mean, when she was running and her boobs were just <laughs> bouncing, it was just funny. <laughs> that was just so funny. But you got a lot of her. You saw a lot. I mean, I'm hoping she got paid a lot for that. I would assume so. You don't give up the goods that easy for that long, girl. It's ain't porn. Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't like, you know, laid down spread eagle, here's my womb. But you saw Bush. You definitely saw Bush. I mean, she was completely naked. Yes. Just, just standing, standing there. Yeah. Having this conversation with a dude. But at first happened, you looked at me like, huh? <laughs> I mean, like, the, when you start the movie, it says, like, graphic violence, nudity. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, usually it's like a boob shot. Yeah. Ass shot. Not full-blown, here she is for the next ten minutes. Yeah. Running around a parking lot <laughs> naked. What the fuck? I don't, it didn't even need to happen. She could have just thrown a fucking dress on. She could have thrown on a robe. She could have been in her underwear, at least. At least underwear. She didn't have a bra on. Fine. Have the titties out. She put on shoes. Yeah. <laughs> she took the time to put on shoes, but not clothes. <laughs> the shoes would have taken longer. They were like heels with straps. <laughs> That poor little woman, though. Yo, that woman took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, she did. I did not remember her at all. I mean, I know why. She was in it for like three fucking minutes. Right. But when she came running out of the motel, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, he scooped her up with that pickaxe and slammed her into the ceiling. And she weighs like 50 pounds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the way he swung that shit, I'm lucky her head didn't come off. The fact that she used the bed rail to try and protect herself, like the bed frame. And he hit so many times trying to hit her in the face that you literally could have just swung at her stomach and ended it all. But they had to do the 3D shots. Too many of those. Two would have been fine and then kill her. You did not need, like, six of those. She also has the worst survival instinct. All she had to do... Take the fucking bed frame, throw it at him, and run out the door. It was also funny, though, when she first ran into that room... There was no doorknob in the normal spot because it's a room for the little person and the doorknob was down at the fucking bottom. And when I saw that, I, I died a little bit too. <laughs> at least the director thought to do that. Yeah, you can keep that kind of continuity, but not a fucking shot two seconds after. So, she died, unfortunately. Sorry, Irene. At least the dog didn't die. No. I was worried because that dog was cute as shit. Yeah. His name was also Louie. Which is my dog's name, so I was like, oh god, please don't fucking kill Louie. Please. <laughs> the old men who are still living in the town, you had a big problem with them as well. I mean, first of all, when you first meet them in the hospital, it's by far some of the worst acting I've ever seen. The cheesiest cop lines, I should have retired years ago. Did you not watch Willy's Wonderland? He didn't say a goddamn word. And everybody was, else who was in that movie. I don't care about everybody else. <laughs> I don't care about Nick Cage. That man's a legend in that movie. Oh my god. Should go listen to that episode. It needs more views. No, it doesn't. That's fine. It could die in the hall. I can't wait. I hope to make a second. I'll write to Nick Cage and be like, bro, if you tell me, I'll write you a script. <laughs> I'll live up to Willie. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway... Moving on. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck is that? Body conditioner. 
You put it on. It's like extra strength lotion, I guess. You put it on after the shower. It's from Lush. It makes your skin your whole body. Yeah, that's not a lot. Well, I mean, you're like you're not supposed to glob it onto your body. You really only need like it's lotion. You gotta moisturize, otherwise you end up looking like Gail Weathers and Scream. Oh, fuck! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> oh man, sorry, Courtney, mm. but. Girl, your work was not good. No. You need a refund. <laughs> so Tom comes back to the town to sell his family mine after his dad died. And as soon as he comes back, all of these mysterious killings happen. Oh, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> he meets up with everybody, and there's a strange relationship between him and Amy. Sarah! Amy. Amy. I don't know why. I don't know where Amy came from. I don't know. They said uh, Sarah like 50 uh, times I in this movie. Could not remember. <laughs> they had a really strange relationship. She was like his long lost love. He was her long lost love. I mean, I get that. Like, everybody has like a special place in their heart for like a certain somebody. It's been 10 years. You're married. Have a child. And the dude literally ghosted you. You still got feelings? <laughs> Guess. Like, damn, I mean, I get it. It's a small town. The pickings are slim. <laughs> and I mean, they were the two best looking guys in town. Yeah. I mean, we only saw like 12 people. True. But I'm assuming the town was like 30 population. Jensen Eccles is so fucking sexy. Kurt Smith is sexy as well. When he was the sheriff, way sexier than he was the douchebag. Uh, yes, he's better with little scruff on him mm-hmm. goes a long fucking way. Ah, <sighs> sure did. When he had that beanie on and he was trying to look like a teenager, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> you look like that old dude who just wanders into a party. Right. Like, nah, you're like 30. <laughs> you also kind of meet Megan, who you find out is sleeping with Axel, the married man, and is pregnant with his child. That was his Valentine's Day gift to her. Oof. She got him a box of chocolate and a card and he got her pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, I, I get that part for the simple fact of like can't buy condoms. The only store in town I'm assuming that sells them is the one your wife owns. <laughs> so like, she went, why the fuck you buying condoms, bro? Mm-hmm. We're married. Yeah. <laughs> Megan could have bought them but then it's like, who are you dating? It's right. a small town. You listen. You take that fucking bullet, and you got to run with it now, bro. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, poor Megan. She did end up dying. It's sad. That's her own fucking fault. Yeah, it was sad to like kill the pregnant lady, but she was also pregnant for like three minutes. <laughs> I <laughs> wait. She's walking scene. through the store. Yeah, <laughs> she's holding her fucking belly. I'm just like, there's like nothing in there right now, girl. <laughs> I think it's like maybe three cells. I don't, I mean, I don't know when you find out you're pregnant, how big it is, but, like, it can't be that big. You're not showing anything. Right, she's protecting her belly when being stalked in the grocery store. It was a little unnecessary. But how she didn't notice it is beyond me. And well, the subtle instances of, like, I know you're cheating, I know this, I know that, but, like... Why are you still together? Yeah. You're not working on it? You're just gonna let him keep fucking Megan when you know that he's doing it? Yeah. Like, you obviously don't love him. But at the end, 
I love you, babe. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Do you? I'm still not convinced that kid is his. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. It's the Why only does he blonde, have blonde hair. The only other blonde person in the fucking movie is Irene. Well, everybody else in the town has dark hair. Well, I mean, that brown on Sarah—not Amy, but Sarah—not <laughs> her natural hair color. I mean, yes, but they make it seem like it is because it's the same. Yeah, but there's still recessive genes and everything like that. You could have blondes in the family, and it's it's rare, but it happens. I'd question it. Okay. Especially coming from a guy who's already cheating. You know he's going to be suspicious of everything, because <laughs> he knows you're suspicious of him. Who could the kid really be? Probably some ho-dunk from another part of town. Mm. Maybe a minor. Did we ever find out how old the kid is? He looks like seven. I don't think the kid says any words. Other than, like, hi, mommy, and, mm-hmm. like... That one scene, that, sh- that one unnecessary scene. Yeah, but sh- hey, sheriff! Yeah. And then he's playing with a fucking robot dinosaur later on. Well, he had the toy gun on the table over there, and he did have the sheriff's, like, badge and vest on when that scene happened, so I guess it made sense. I get it. You know, your dad's the sheriff. I mean, your dad's the sheriff, and... Your mom owns the grocery store, or like her parents, though, because she said I went to work back for my parents. So I don't know if she actually owns the grocery store. She must, though, because they she live in a to. really nice house with a nanny. When they had, when the fucking nanny popped up, I literally laughed. <laughs> this is the middle of Pennsylvania <laughs> in a small mining town. Where the fuck did the nanny come from? Like, did you order her on Craigslist? No, it could be somebody who works, who lives in the town. There is so many other things. Why would you want to be a nanny for the rich white people? Live in nanny? In their fucking big ass house? Sure. I don't know how they made that much money. Uh, Right. Everybody always has nice ass houses. Yeah, a lot of people had nice houses. Except for the decrepit one back by the mines, but... Why that house was even there still? And furnished. Well, that was his... His dad's old place. Well, that was his now fuck pad. That's where he got Megan pregnant. On that dirty-ass mattress. That's romance. Mm. He's been taking her there the whole time. Mm -hmm. And, like, she must really love you. I guess. No girl's gonna put up with that shit. And then the fact... I also thought they were just dating when the first, like, appeared. Because he was like, oh, when are you gonna leave him for me and whatever. Yeah. I thought he said boyfriend. I didn't hear him say husband. Oh. So I thought they were just dating. Hmm. And then everybody started saying that they were married. And I was like, what? Time out. I actually wanted to tell you that I believe you now that Volo is a man. Because oh, when do? I was doing some of the stuff before you got here, he said, if you need somebody to point you in the right direction, I'm your man. Ah, <laughs> see? I told you. I knew there was a line somewhere <laughs> that distinctly put him in the man mm-hmm. seat. I still don't believe the other one is a man. The other one is a man, too. Mm-mm. Just flamboyant. Oh, my God. Makes me look straight. I mean, he's also super fucking over-the-top dramatic, yeah. so it makes sense. Usually, flamboyancy and drama go hand-in-hand. Hand. I guess. Look at your YouTubers that you love. Mm-hmm. True. Gay as shit and embroiled in drama. <laughs> so That's much. That's true. <laughs> Leave Jeffree Star alone. <laughs> <coughs> he didn't do anything to you. <laughs> Not yet. 
I don't know. He's coming after everybody. Mm, leave Jeffrey alone. <laughs> he has, what, like, no friends in the YouTube community now? I don't even know. I haven't watched him in a while. I don't even know why. Like, I'm on Facebook, and I look at, like, the articles on the page. Because a lot of times it's, like, comic stuff and, like, movies and, like, things like that. Yeah. Every once in a while, it'll pop up with, like, a fucking Jeffrey Star article or... Whatever that James Charles or uh-huh. whatever, I, I would still come up like they're not really re- well. Jeffrey is, but James isn't really like that relevant anymore. I have no idea. I'm like, I don't watch the. What is, what is this coming from? <laughs> it's because we talk about it here, and Facebook hears you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepier to me than your apartment being haunted. Stop <laughs> saying that. You know I don't like that. <laughs> Listen, if the walls keep knocking, it's that was very weird. I don't know where it came from. Either. I don't know where it came from. That. Very strange. Usually when people knock on walls, it's followed with like a, be quiet, I'm trying to do something or right. whatever. That was just knocking. You know who does that? Ghosts. But he's friendly. Is he? He didn't say leave How or get out. How do you know a boy? I mean... Could be a girl. That's true. Could be non-binary. We don't know. Could be a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a tree. <laughs> Never chopped know. down any trees yep. lately? Haunted woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so true. <laughs> um, okay. I should do a Ouija board in here. No. Yeah, find out if it really is haunted. <laughs> Nothing talks to us? Not haunted. You said you'd do a Ouija board. Not here. Why not here? This is prime. Almost what do you mean every prime? time we record, something happens. <laughs> it's so. the two of us. Our energy together <laughs> feeds this ghost. Stop they it. must love the podcast. I guess. We've got an active listener. <laughs> he listens as we record. <laughs> yeah. He downloads it on Spotify later. If you're here, comment on our post. <laughs> <laughs> Just make an account that says Ghostman1 <laughs> and then comment. Or Ghost Woman. Or Ghost Tree. Ghost Tree. Yes, the Ghost Tree. We don't want to identify you. <laughs> that is going to be it from now on. Tree. <laughs> The woods are just trees. <laughs> Maybe it's Taylor. She's summoning oh, every time yes. we play D anD. d That's his song. Taylor summoning the ghost tree. And he's mad because we didn't do D anD. d tonight. <laughs> Trevenant so he's pounding on the walls. <laughs> it's Trevenant. Oh God. <laughs> That'd be fine if Trevenant haunted me. He's so cool looking. I wish he was an Arceus. 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 I think it's Arceus. Okay. I've been hearing this debate so much, though. I know. From people because but everybody, I... the Arc phone. Yeah. So they're like, you wouldn't call it the Ars phone. And when you look at C-E-U-S, like Zeus, Arceus, like, I don't know. Right. I mean, everybody that... I've or... always called him Arceus. So did I. But now everyone's saying Arceus, which, I, I don't know. Well, it's always been Arceus to me. That's why I wish this game had, like, actual like, dialogue voices. Do you have any idea how much longer that would have made? No, they could have cut it down. You wouldn't have to read. They could just talk the whole time. <sighs> no, that would have taken even fucking longer. You couldn't have just fucking zoomed past it all. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much dialogue. So much fucking dialogue. I probably have, like, an hour and a half's worth of dialogue with the rest of this post-game shit. The tutorial alone is so much dialogue. It took my entire break, my entire hour and a half break, just to do the tutorial. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Setting everything up. I mean, I get it. It's a new game with new mechanics. There should be a skip feature. What they should have done is 
you should have been able to run out of the area without having to talk to the professor and then choose if you wanted to go to another one instead of having to go to the town and then go back out and then turn around literally you should just be able to open out. up your fucking map select a new area and just go there why is that not a thing it should be like a post game thing Yes, you should be able to do that. Or at least after you get, like, all of the places unlocked. Yeah. After you get five stars, now you can travel anywhere. Mm. Yeah. It's the same loading screen. You're just making it double loading screens. That's all it is. Because you're literally popping into the town ten seconds to turn around and go back out when you're trying to go somewhere. Right. Like, I have to deal with all these freaking missions. And the people constantly talking to you. Oh, have a safe travel. Have a safe travel. Leave me alone. I beat the god. <laughs> Don't tell me to have a safe travel. He's on my team. God? Yeah, like... After you beat the fucking game, the guy still tells you, Oh, be safe out there. Have a good travel. Dude, I fought two gods. Where were you? <laughs> Guarding the fucking gate. So everyone's getting attacked, and Tom decides to go to the mine to let him know that he's not going to sell it anymore, that Sarah has changed his mind in selling everything, and of course he gets attacked. The miner who's attacking everyone threw him into a cage, locked him in, like bent the bar in to seal him in, then killed the other guy that was there, and attacked him in the process. So he ends up going to the hospital, and Sarah's there. What happened to you? And everything. And the fucking Axel, the sheriff, just comes swooping out from behind the cu- the curtain. So creepy. So ridiculous. Yeah. Like, waiting for his fucking cue to join the conversation. Like, he's been there for ten minutes, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to interrupt, so he's been waiting to just, like, Wait to slip hit. in. Mm-hmm. Wait to hit your mark. He hit it hard. Yeah. The way he fucking ripped that curtain back and... St- Stepped into the limelight. So everybody is separated when shit starts to go down. There's a sheriff outside of Axel's house. The old man shows up at the house. The retired sheriff. Yes. To let the deputy, police officer, whatever. I don't know what she was, but she was by far, one, she looked like a child. Yeah. And two, the worst cop. (laughs) Well, she held her thing, right? She asked the old 70-year-old man, you want to take point? Well, yeah, I would have. I don't want to go in there first. It's your job. It's it's what you signed up for. He said no, too. He's retired. He gets the right to say no. He did this shit for like 40 years. You're the man. Go first. (laughs) Fuck that. But also, I don't even know how the old man knew the guy was in the house. Yeah. He just fucking shows up and he's in the house. Yeah. Did you see him go in? If you saw him, did you call somebody? Yeah. Are you calling backup? (laughs) Are you getting the fresh out of the academy girl reading the newspaper in her car (laughs) who's not even parked on a driveway? Right. They don't even have driveways in this fucking town. So cop lady basically is going through the house and... The dryer absolutely covered in blood. Yeah, and on. And on. And she has the bright idea to open it. And the nanny comes out. First of all, she's fucking melted. Well, she's in the dryer. Skin is burned. Depending on how long that was on. That gets so hot. How? It couldn't have been that long. You don't know that. This movie is fucking with my time. (laughs) I don't like it. 
But either way, you can't fit a grown human in a dryer like that. Depends on your... Well, first of all, you also, as one human being, could not snap somebody's fucking sternum open to rip out their heart. So you could definitely fold that little... Because she was a little woman. You could fold that little bitch in... And she, she, they probably had a big ass dryer Fold for that. Her like a wallet. Yeah. And just stuff, stuff her, her in. <laughs> yeah. Turn that shit on. They probably had a big ass dryer in that fucking nice ass house. Yeah. Where'd they get it from? The grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, that shit they don't imported. have a Sears. <laughs> yeah. Or a Best Buy. Probably like three and a half hours away. It probably took them two years to get that dryer delivered. <laughs> they had to send it by mail. <laughs> I don't think this town has internet, to be honest with you, either. I'm sure they do. Although, their phones were like... Well, it was 2009. Yeah, but they were flip-flips. Like, well, she had a razor. Flips. Sarah had a razor, and he had, like, a Nokia. Didn't even have, like, a front screen at all. Couldn't even tell who was yeah, calling. the type of phone my dad had. I had phones like that. Yeah, before 2009. Yeah. I had a razor in 8th grade. Yeah. It was 2008. I had a razor, I had a black, I miss my Blackberry. I never had a Blackberry. I had the, the, I had multiple Blackberries. I had the, not all at once, but I went through. Came money bags. Oh my God. <laughs> I went through a couple of different Blackberries. Two of them were like handed down. My dad's boss like got a new Blackberry and he gave it to my dad who didn't want it. So my dad gave it to me. I was like, okay. And I got two, I got two Blackberries that way. So, fine. Must be nice having money. Well, he's fucking loaded. He oh, Clearly. He's the owner of Jersey Strong. Makes money. With all the different locations. Yeah. Money. Remember once I had to drive his car somewhere? So afraid. It was like a big ass... I don't, I don't know if it was a Chevy Suburban, but it was like one of those the long flatbeds, like, but like an Escalade. Kind of. It was like a really fancy car, had lots of buttons, and I was in like lots pristine condition, and I did not know what to do. I had to drive it like 30 miles somewhere. I, Why? Shit, I don't know. He needed his car dropped off somewhere, and like my dad couldn't do it, and just, yeah, I, I don't know, it was years ago. But I'm rich the, people. Yeah. I always wanted just to. Just drop my car off. <laughs> I took my plane here today. <laughs> It's not that rich. <laughs> Jersey Strong? He might be. Not, not plain rich. He might have a little. Maybe a two-seater. <laughs> I always wanted a sidekick, though. Which one was the sidekick? Was that the one that flipped yeah. like that? Yeah, the key. That had the keyboard underneath it and the screen like flipped open. I never had one of those. My black, The one Blackberry I did have, um, it had a touchscreen in the front and the keyboard slid open. So that was cool. So it was like this big, and then you could slide it open and just text. I do miss BBM. That was great. I did. So after um, the razor that I had, because it literally malfunctioned, mm -hmm. razors had a thing where after so many flip opens, the wire to the screen would break. Absolute worst design. That's something that you should probably have like made sure wouldn't break. That never happened to me. Well... I made the mistake of getting the razor, and then in between phones, they gave me this one that was, like, beginning of touchscreen days. Okay. And it was a touchscreen. You could use the keypad on that to type, but it was terrible. Or you could slide it up, and you had a full keyboard, or slide it up, like, 
top to bottom. Okay. And had, like, a miniature keyboard there. That phone was okay, but I had it for a couple weeks, and then I got my first iPhone. Now, with those old school phones, did you text in T9 or letter by letter? What the fuck is T9? You don't know what T9 is? Oh my god, it was like the greatest texting thing back in the day. So instead of... Like, see you later? No. So, you know how your iPhone, like the lock screen is the number like the keypad numbers like you know how old phones only had keypads so if i wanted to type the word like robert i would go seven six two three seven t or seven eight and the text would come up robert because it's one letter from each thing it's predictive text t9 i didn't have that but my phone had it my phone had a keyboard but razors had it well, yeah, my razor would give me, like, a little box, and I could, like, scroll up and down between the letters. Your razor had a full keyboard that you could text on. All razors had a full keyboard you could text no, on. it had just that. Yeah, you could text on that. Well, yeah, but you would have to still either press multiple or oh, so that's you could how you, scroll. So that's how you would um I would text press it. it, like, two times. So for Robert, you would get, you would hit seven three times to get the R and then the O and then, oh yeah, no, you didn't have to do that. So like, because was always a good one because it was like, um, two, three, B, C, A, two, three, two, two, eight, seven, three, because would come up. Yeah, no, I didn't have that. I had to, with my razor, I had to, press the letters or a little box would come up and I could press the up and down arrow to scroll through letters. No. But the other phone that I got after that had a full keyboard, full, full, like the type on a computer. Yeah. So I had... Like Blackberries. Yes. Yeah. It was basically like Samsung's version of a Blackberry because I'm pretty sure it was a Samsung. Okay. But I went from that to an iPhone because I had money at the time and I... I bought a hand-me-down one, though. Oh, okay, money bags. I bought a hand-me-down, <laughs> okay? I bought it used from AT&T's website. Oh. Like, refurbished. The iPhone 3? I think I started with a 2. And then I had the 5 for a couple years, then I had a 7. And then I had the 7 all the way up until the 11 came out. Okay. And then I went from the 11... To now I have a 12 Plus, I think, or whatever. The 12 Pro Max. Yeah, I have the 11 Pro Max. I'm, like, so far behind. <laughs> I would still have that if it didn't literally fucking break on me. And then I went to the Apple store, and they told me, we don't work on models that old. Oh. Yeah. Because wow. the 13 had come out, like, uh, two months before that. Wow. And it made the 11 obsolete. So I had to buy a whole new phone. Yeah, I know. I have to get a new phone soon. You're lucky yours didn't do the fucking thing mine did. I literally went to bed, woke up the next day, and it wouldn't turn on. So Tom has Sarah in the car because he wants to show her something. And she gets a phone call from Axel saying that Tom's the killer. And Tom's trying to say, Axel's the killer. And she grabs the wheel. They slam into a tree. Another 3D moment. Worst looking tree. Yeah. She calls Axel... And he tells her to go to his dad's old place, which is the old fucking house. 
she gets there and she sees the Valentine's card that had the same thing written above Megan when they found her dead body with the chocolates and she's looking for, that's when she realizes that the killer is Axel. Because when she flips it open, it's the picture that he accused her of still having feelings for Tom with. Which she did. Yeah. So, rightfully so. But who are you to give her shit? Exactly. <laughs> you cheating bastard. Exactly. Actually, I want to double back to that scene where he confronted her with the picture. Yeah. What the fuck was going on with his room? What do you mean? His little office just had clear fucking plastic yeah. as walls. <laughs> clear plastic. Maybe they're remodeling his office. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was a little... Yeah. <laughs> like a construction site. I was so confused. <laughs> I thought it was about to be like... We were opening up the door to like a morgue or something. <laughs> and it's just... She opens it and it's fucking Axel sitting in a computer watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> watching his ex-girlfriend bang this guy. Right before she died. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so confused by that. I literally thought they were going to be somewhere else. Right. I was not expecting it to be their fucking house. <laughs> so she runs to the mine. She tries to get out when she dove through the fucking window. I'm like, there you go, girl. She has survival instincts. Yeah. <laughs> you could clearly tell it wasn't her when she was falling out. You could totally tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It was a person, but it was not her. No, it was like some gymnast. Yeah. double. <laughs> Probably some Olympic <laughs> athlete that they just were like, all right, springboard's here, window's here, jump. <laughs> Make it look good. She runs to the mine and goes through it. And you could have found somewhere to hide. You didn't have to go into the mine. How do people keep finding each other in this fucking mine is unbelievable. When she's in the locker room, why are just random pieces of clothing dropping from the ceiling? Because he was <laughs> fucking with her. He has not fucked with anybody else that he's killed. He has just gone outright and killed them. But with her, he's like, alright, I'm gonna fuck with her a little bit. Yeah. Even in the grocery store, like, you could have killed her. And <laughs> she grabbed that fucking poultry and smacked him with it. I was like, she just hit him with a fucking frozen turkey leg. <laughs> what? The she has survival instincts, though. Like, she blocks the door, barricades it with the thing, which did absolutely nothing. No. He has a pickaxe. Yeah. And he's breaking through the wooden door. <laughs> but also, he has super speed. How he got from there, through around. the back, around in 15 seconds. That, and she waited until Megan got... Zoomed out of the building. She was like at her neck and she was like, wait, something's not right. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even that. She waited until he attacked her. He pulled Megan through, then attacked her when he like pulled her through. I thought she was just going to rip off her shirt when he had the pickaxe through there. I do remember that from the trailer that she was being pulled from that years and years ago. Like that memory stuck and the shovel death stuck with me because I remember that. Yeah, the shovel death is what reminded me of who the killer <laughs> yeah. was. She waited until all of that to turn around and press the alarm to the store. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe... Why wouldn't you have pressed the alarm as soon as you ran back there? Heat of the moment. No. You're the, running. No. Because no. <laughs> you dropped the fucking thing in front of the door and then boom, pressed the alarm. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know what the hell's wrong <laughs> with her. She also, again... People in horror movies fall for no fucking reason. A lot of them fell, but that's like the 
She fell in the grocery store over nothing. But that's the the 2000s horror movie tropes that people talk about now in movies that they make. Why do they always have to fall? Why are they always this? Like, yeah. it's just classic. Because she ran through the fucking mine, which the mine is like uneven floor. It's dirt. She didn't trip in the mine once. <laughs> but she trips in a grocery store that she works at for 30 years. And both Tom and Axel are there, and, you know, she's got the gun, and they're like, he's the killer, shoot him, shoot me, and then Axel's like, shoot, we'll shoot the both of us. Honestly, Axel is one of the only people in this movie who actually made smart decisions. Yes, but he is the one, up until this point, he is the one that looks the most guilty and doesn't really have an alibi, because clearly time is fucking with you. Yeah. So he's the only one not accounted for. All the time. Yes. He always shows up, like, right at the nick of time, or gets a phone call and yeah. has to be there. He showed up at the grocery store, and yeah. it just, he's the only one. Which, when you watch these movies from this era, they do that so much. Yeah. The misdirection. Yep. And he was also the crazy one, who was like, it is Tom, it has to be Tom, like, kicking fucking garbage cans because yeah. they can't prove it was Tom. Mm-hmm. So they're painting him in this, like... Dude's fucking mental. And then you find out, nope, Tom's the mental one. Yeah. The, Seven years. Yeah. In the mental institution. How did he get out? Like, was he just released? I guess. If you... Do they do that? Is that, like, normal? If you check yourself in to, and, like, be, because obviously something's wrong, but if they can fix it, and they see, they deem that... You're no longer a so threat. So nobody saw this split personality in him? I guess not. <laughs> Maybe that's the medication he was taking? Who knows? Was making him split personality? Or making him, like, not split, and I guess he wasn't taking it? And I have no fucking idea. But I feel like, knows? once you're in a mental institution for more than a couple of years, I feel like that's just, like, your home now. It's for seven years. Yeah. That's either Guy's really... Guy's got problems. Well, I mean, some, well, some pro- fucked up oh, yeah. shit. You know, ten years ago, like, that's fucked. Okay, yes. But if I saw that, I wouldn't if you want to go through... on a murder spree. No, I wouldn't want to go on a murder spree either, but if I saw all that shit, I would have checked myself in. Absolutely. But, like, he was also rich. I mean, his dad owned the mine, yeah. The mine that everybody in the town worked but at. But clearly him and his dad were estranged. Yeah. He didn't even go to his funeral. He's probably in the mental institution. Got out, like, a week after. Yeah, and the crazy switch in his face, like, that smile. Like, oh, it looked like he was possessed. Like, his spirit just, like, took over. Well, the fucking Axel's like, no, that's Harry. Yeah. And you're just like, when did this become a ghost movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's been a dude this whole fucking time. She has one bullet left when you looked and you you said to me, I don't think there's any shots left. No, because I counted. <laughs> she shot five shots at him as he was running away, and then Axel shot one. It was a six-shooter. Yeah. It was a revolver. <laughs> they don't magically just appear another bullet. Anytime well, I see revolvers in movies, I always count shots. Right. Because if they can pay attention to that detail then I know that they're actually paying attention to details. She had some fantastic aim. That was just a ridiculous shot. (laughs) Through him and hits it exactly to set off the gas and blow up the mine. Which, again, 
that dude was two feet away from the explosion. Yeah. How not did he a not... fucking scratch. Yeah, how did he not, like, combust? So, I used to watch a lot of Mythbusters okay. when I was younger. They would do these explosions and show, like, the slow motion shot of it. There's this field that comes out before the actual fire. If the explosion is big enough, that field can instantly kill you. Like, vaporize you? No, like, it breaks your eardrums. It literally, like, shatters your brain, essentially. It's, like, compressed sound energy. Okay. And it just, it literally breaks you. Like, if that shit hits you. And he was close enough, and there was, like, six gas tanks of whatever flammable substance there. He was dead. Yeah. He's dead. You can't tell me otherwise. Well, I mean, he wasn't. No, he's dead. He's now a ghost. He wasn't a ghost. Now he's a ghost. Or a zombie. Because he should be fucking dead. And they made it like that, you know, he gets out and he escapes and... They weren't setting it up for a sequel, but... No, but the way he looked at the camera was, sequel. Mm -hmm. I'm coming back as a murdering minor. It did not hold up well. I mean, it was a good setting, I guess, for a horror movie set in Valentine's Day, because it is Valentine's Day. It's also one of, like, the only Valentine's Day horror movies. I have to really look, but I think there's a couple of more. Well, this is probably the only one that's ever made theaters, then. Maybe. Thanks I... Killing definitely wasn't in theaters. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, that was actually... I would say that is better than this, only because it acknowledged... Oh how bad God. it was. Yeah. I mean, the premise was cool, I guess. The twist, uh, it wasn't really... kind of saw it coming, but they made it seem like it was Axel, but the, the grand reveal, it's like... Because <gasps> then you're thinking back, like, okay, well, how did it... How did he get attacked in the cage? Like, who locked him in the cage? Yeah. When they found him, he was locked in. They do show you that, you know, he killed the guy and then went in and locked himself in. But... You know, at that point, you're like, well, it can't be him. Everyone's trying to point the finger at him. Well, yeah, I mean, you see that, it can't be him. You see the fact that, like, he sees him in other places. Like, when he's exploring the abandoned house and appears on the side of the house magically. He sees that. It will be there forever. (laughs) He sees him there, like... He just sees him. So, the movie basically is telling you, it's not him. Right. But if you also watch, like, the subtleties of the movie, there's these just minor, minor hints that it's him. Ignore it. Just I wonder keep if going. people are going to hear that <laughs> in the episode. Just keep going. And think the place is haunted. Because they're like, Stop! Oh, there's, there's a phantom scream they didn't oh acknowledge. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd probably give it, like, a five... I can't see myself going higher than five. I, I can't. Like, I love Jensen Ackles. I think he's a great person, like, actor-wise. He's done some phenomenal stuff that I like. This is not one of them. Yeah. But this was in, like, at the, his height of Supernatural days. But he was also the best part of this movie. Oh, because he's just so fucking sexy, so yes. Well... <laughs> I mean, acting-wise, he was definitely the Jamie best actor. King, Jamie King has come a very far away. The girl who plays Sarah. She was in um, one of my favorite, like, rom com shows. 
that the CW had called Heart of Dixie. Her character's name was Lemon. What the fuck? Lemon Breelin. She was fantastic. Love her. She was also in Black Summer. Town in this one? Yes. Yep. Black you Summer? Are, yeah. She's the blonde in Black Summer, the mom, like from the beginning. The young mom, the, the young blonde. Black Summer. Oh, it was the um, prequel zombie show to. Um, the fuck was the sci fi zombie show? The Walking Dead? No, on sci fi. Zombie show on sci fi? Yes. Had like four or five seasons. The network that brings such great hits as Sharknado. Hey, 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 <laughs> Also brought us Lost Girl, which was a fantastic fucking show. I don't think I watched Lost Girl. Oh my god, Lost Girl's so good. I can't think of a zombie show from sci-fi. Twelve Monkeys? Was no. that a zombie show? No. It's set in the Z Nation. Thank you. Jesus Christ. That was on sci-fi? Yes. I thought that was an FX show. No. I didn't watch it either way. But Z Nation's the prequel, or is that the one that she was in? Black Summer is the prequel. Oh, to Z Nation. Yes. I've never heard of it. It's on Netflix. First two seasons are on Like, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. It's not bad. I don't know. Walking Dead kind of ruins zombie shows for me. Uh, this is different kind of zombies. Not, like, slow-moving. I mean, they are a little... They're, no, they're slow-moving, but, like, it's not... <sighs> Once you watch things like the... It's like the beginning of the outbreak. It's kind of like Fear, The Walking Dead. But not as, like... Or, like, the first two seasons of The Walking Dead, where well, it's, like... No, because the first two seasons, even when Rick wakes up, like, the world is destroyed. Like, this is, like... Oh, freshly, so this is as the out, world's being destroyed. As the world's being destroyed. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds more interesting than The Walking Dead. Yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead was like that, too. It started. I did watch a little bit of Fear of the Walking Dead because of that, but... got up to, like, season five. Jesus Christ. Well, it's got Lexa from The Hundred in it as a main... That's why she left the show. Was she in the first episode? She's in the first all season? Of the, she's in all of the seasons. She plays the daughter. I only saw maybe the first five or six episodes of that, and I don't... I don't know. No, I, I was definitely watching The 100 then. She left that show to do... Wait, when did she leave? Season three? three? Yep. Well, I was watching The 100 on Netflix. Oh, I watched it on the CW. I watched the pilot on the CW live... And oh, I watched, like... I found it on Netflix. That's when I started watching that. And then the only live episodes I saw were when you hosted them <laughs> for, like, the that one season. Yeah. Was it the last season? No, we didn't even do it for the last season. I did. I don't know where you were, but I did. I did it for every uh, episode you know what it was? I didn't go to the last season because I didn't finish the last episode of the previous season before mm. that. And then I just couldn't get Victoria to sit down and watch it. We never got to it, so then we never right. ended up coming. Maybe I'll watch that again. I love that show. Yeah, I would rewatch that, because I don't really remember the last couple of seasons that much. I know they were on the planet. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember 
really that much after it, like, bits and pieces. Right. I know they had, like, the chips that they put in the people's heads that was, like, the one person continuously yeah. being passed down. Yep. But that's all I remember, really. Yeah, that was that's when it got a little weird. I don't Not even too really sci-fi. remember how it ends. Um, I feel like the ending must have been lackluster, because I don't it, remember it. It's not that it was lackluster. It was a lot to throw at you at once. Um, I mean, not that the show was super realistic to begin with. I mean, the first season was great. Yes, but it's again... the best seasons. Well, the third season's obviously the best, but... The third and fourth girl season. Lex is in it a lot in the third season. Well, yes, but the and third... she's banging Clark. <sighs> but the third season had the most story. I mean, it did, like, the and lore. set up for the rest of the show. Yeah, I mean, the lore in the third season was definitely the best. Which is, like, like, you get to see, the like, commander. how the people really work. Right, because in the first season, it's like, they landed in uh, Tree Crew, and then Nation. And then when... You season, realize there's other nations. Right, and then season two is all Mount fucking weather, and you realize that there are other nations through... It's not just Tree Crew, it's other nations. And then in the third season, it's like, oh, there's fucking towns and shit. Cities. Yeah. Cities <laughs> of people who survived nuclear warfare. Yeah. Like, shit. And a desolate planet. Yeah. Like... Insane. Yeah. The second season was fucking wild. <sighs> that ending... The, the ending, ending of yes. the second season was yes. one of the best endings. I think the ending of the fourth season was pretty like. Because mm, that's why. Now what? What do you do? Like, what do you isn't do? Isn't that now? when Clark earns her nickname? Monheta? She earns that in the beginning of. Does she earns that at the end of the second season? Yeah, that's when she killed all the mountain people. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Because I couldn't remember if it was when she burned all of those guys that attacked them. No. But that was also. That's the end of the first season. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was that one, like that battle, right, or if it was the mountain weather. Oh, but I knew weather. I knew one of those is where she earned her nickname, mm-hmm. the bringer of death, commander of death, commander of death, Lanetta. whatever she was. I love Clark. Mm. She was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she can make them tough decisions. Octavia was one of my favorites too. She had a fantastic story arc from she where did? she started. To where she Until finished. Until she turned into the Blood Queen? No, even that is fucking phenomenal. She went crazy. She did go crazy, but she had the greatest storyline. I mean, she did. She went from the girl on the floor to a badass fighter. Her fight in that, like, the Tournament of Champions thing was honestly one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, the fact that she rose up mm-hmm. to where she was. Mm-hmm. My mom said the same thing because I convinced them to watch it. They loved oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. They loved it. I was like, it I took. Could not see your mom watching. That. It took me like, the show was over, and I'm still trying to convince her to watch. She's like, I don't know what we should watch. I don't know what we should watch. I'm like, please just watch the hundred. I was like, you liked Game of Thrones. Dad likes like Vikings and shit like that. He likes like dystopian world kind of stuff. I mean, it you basically like it. is like Game of Thrones in right. the future. I was like, I mean, it's like teen drama as well in there, you know, whatever, but... The first couple of seasons. Yeah. After, they kind of grow up. Yeah. And it's more adult drama. Yeah. But she... I was like, you know, I'm telling you, it's going to take, like, maybe three episodes. And by the third episode, you're not hooked, and at the end of every episode, like, what the fuck is going on? Fine. Make it to five if you can. She calls me the next day. 
And this was like right in the beginning of the pandemic where everyone was like shut down or whatever. Mm-hmm. She calls me the next day. Your father and I are in the middle of season two. Yeah. In a day? Yes. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. And I think I called her two days later and they were already almost done with season four. <laughs> Did they sleep? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got a 45 minute long show. You got nothing to do all day long. And they were hooked. I mean, yeah, but, like, you still gotta get up. Yeah. Move your body. (laughs) Your blood's gonna get stagnant from sitting for that long. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can binge, but even, like, after four or five episodes, I'm like, alright, I gotta fucking do something else. Nah, it depends on the show. Like, I could watch an entire show. Like, Sally Sunset, I watched the entire show. I mean, yeah, that's true. This show really gets me. I can literally lose track of time. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm still watching and I'm like, well, might as well stay up. If I had off, I could probably watch like a season in a day. I'm like, first two seasons are, well, first, yeah, first two seasons Honestly, are Honestly, I like might start watching episodes. The 100 again. Yeah. It's been a while. It has been a while. I love it. So I also, good. I miss, so I don't remember fully the final season, but does the Spanish guy lived throughout the whole thing not Bellamy the guy who was banging Clark's mom the guy who was banging oh Kane Kane I fucking adore Kane (laughs) he is literally he's my favorite adult okay by far he is my favorite adult his character arc was also phenomenal he was a scumbag yes, in the first he, season first two seasons eh, the second season no, he was working his way scumbag absolute scumbag Jaha got what he deserved though he needed to die Jaha was great in the first season once that motherfucker hit the ground dude went cult mode mm-hmm. not cool no he was fucking horrible not cool third season oh my god City of Light holy shit I did not that City of Light shit fucked with my head so hard because I'm just like they're in a computer. They're in the Matrix right now. Yeah. They're literally uploading their fucking <laughs> brains into the goddamn Matrix. Yeah. And this dude thinks it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not alive. Did you know that they're based on books, the show? I did. I know the first couple of seasons, but then the show got past it, right? So, the book series ends after they find Matt Weather. Oh, really? Yes. So all of everything after season three, or everything from season three after is... Well, I believe it took two and a half books to get to Matt Weather. What kind of book series is this? Um, I didn't read it. However, the show came out before the book was released. <laughs> what? They knew that it was coming out, and... Because, like... Hollywood, they get their hands on, like, everything. So, they knew that the book was coming out. Like, it had a set release date and everything. Like, it was finishing its publishing, whatever. That's fucked up, though. They No, they went to the author and they said, this is a really, like, cool idea. Can we turn it into a TV show? We'll keep the names. We'll keep, like, kind of, you know, the story as much as we can. And she was like, sure. She probably made so much money. Yeah. One from book sales and then two from the show. The books are weird, though, because the four main characters, because this is one of those books that jumps, every chapter is a different person, and then it'll jump back. So it'll start with Clark, and then Clark doesn't come back until chapter six. I've read books like that, and if it's done well enough, it's actually really good. 
the four main characters are Clark, Bellamy, Octavia, and Wells. What? Yeah. Why Wells? Let's finish this and then we'll I'll, we'll talk about that. Oh. Yeah. Wells? Yeah. Wells wasn't supposed to die. Like, it was just supposed to be, like, the major difference between the books and to show that this is, like, it's based off the characters and the concept, but not, like, the books at all. I mean, clearly. Yeah. But, like, either way. Raven doesn't exist. Well, Raven's a great character, Monty so. and Jasper don't exist. What? Um, Murphy does not exist. Murphy had a fantastic he had character development. Probably like the third best. <laughs> like so, Octavia is like obviously she's gonna be number one for the fact of like where she started to where she ended up, regardless of sanity, is fantastic. Same thing with Murphy though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Murphy was this despisable character, and he grows into this like person who actually cares about them to some extent yeah yeah he still looks out for himself he got hotter and hotter as the seasons went on that first season with that haircut (laughs) he looked like a troll i'm like i really hope that i remember thinking like when watching the first season like i really hope this ugly guy gets fucking killed off soon i wanted him to die the entire first season yeah and then he redeemed himself as season started like i think it was by the fourth season when he's with lobster girl yes that's when I really started to actually come around to him. Because yeah. I was like, he's capable of love. Mm-hmm. What? I saw a horror movie that he was in, like, that came out either this year or last year. You should watch the trailer, because it looks fucking top-notch. Horror movie he was in? Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. We could look it up after. Well, I hope everyone's out there having a good Valentine's Day, getting your dick sucked. Or just jerking it in the corner alone. Which is fine, too. Valentine's Day, I don't like this holiday. It's just... It's, it's not a real holiday. It's not, but it's just an excuse for people to parade their relationship in single people's face. But, like, they do that every day anyway. I know! With, like, social media. I know! <laughs> so it's like, okay. Speaking of social media, don't forget to follow us at slasher underscore sluts underscore podcast. Did you like the way I threw that in there? Like the I little did. segue? I liked it. That was a <laughs> nice transition. We are also on TikTok at slasher sluts. Yes, we'll be producing more of those. Where else can they find us, Anthony? Oh, Instagram. <laughs> I already said that. Ding dong. Pay oh. attention. Where else can they find us? Uh, Facebook. There it is. The, old, the one that you always say. <laughs> I saved it for you. Oh, you threw me off when you <laughs> went to I, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is not the formula. <laughs> I just felt like it's too... Every time I listen back to it, I feel like it's too robotic. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And now we're on TikTok. Just throw it all in there. Se- throw it in. It's the same way YouTubers do it, where they're always like, like, subscribe, hit that <laughs> bell button. <laughs> yeah, get notified for all my content. <laughs> I noticed YouTube's algorithm says only 40% yeah. of you are oh actually God. subbed. I know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You have 42,000 followers. Right. Some of them have 300,000. <laughs> this is your job. You're fine. We're not getting paid from this yet. No. So follow us. Please. So we can get paid for this. I would like to get something. Just a little bit. Just a little extra income, you know. Should we start hustling. a Patreon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a GoFundMe? Yeah. 
Oh, Guys, man. if you want this podcast to do better, go on GoFundMe and no, do Patreon. They pay per month. Oh, do Patreon. That's better. <laughs> I like that more. We gotta set up a Patreon. Yeah, GoFundMe takes out too much. How fucking anyway. funny would that be? Oh my god. Listen, we got four hundred and something people on the Instagram. Woo! If each one of them gives us a dollar. <laughs> That's four hundred something. <laughs> Listen, that'll pay for like movie rentals, gas money, and just give us a little extra spending money. We could even do things like we could even get upgrading like, the camera. Yep, getting a separate microphone. We could actually nice. have like a setup setup. Yeah. Tree. Hello. If you are a ghost and you're there, oh my God. knock again. Stop saying that. Just knock again if you're there. <laughs> or speak into this microphone. It's, All right. It's very good. Robert might hear you in the headphones. No, I hear fucking crunching. Talk louder than the cat eating, please. Don't forget to make good life choices. Be good people. I'll try not to get haunted by my ghost tree.